Welcome to Car Wash, the podcast, your source for real stories and real business insights from the experts, both in and out of the car wash industry. So put it in neutral, feed off the brakes, and take your hands off the steering wheel. Here is your guide on this journey, Matt DeWolf. Hey friends, welcome to this episode of Car Wash the Podcast. I'm your host, Matt DeWolf, Chief Marketing Officer for the International Car Wash Association. This episode is the close of our third season, but we'll be back next year with a lot of great sound waves for your ears. We've got a few feature stories that I'm already super excited about and a ton of great guests that are going to be lined up for you throughout 2024. Today on the podcast, we've got a few items of business. First, we're going to recap our season and take a look at some of the stories we told as well as the lessons we learned from guests. So if you're tuning in for the first time, this is a pretty solid start for you. I also have a few updates about what to look for next year for my CA, and have spoken with a few of my colleagues to help me with that. But first, to get started, I'm going to bring back everybody's favorite podcast producer, or at least mine, Mark Bell. Mark? Matt? How are you? Good, how are you? Good, man. Hey, we did a lot in season three of this particular show, didn't we? Yeah, we did. We had a lot of good features, um, some interviews with great guests, some live content from the Car Wash Show in Vegas and Amsterdam, and some behind-the-brand episodes with some great companies. So I was thinking maybe we could chat through some of our favorites, and I'll play a few clips from them. That sounds like a plan to me. So actually, we opened Season 3 with a really cool feature, which was one of my favorites to make, and that was that two-parter with Gleam. Oh yeah, Gleam. That was such a fun trip. You know, we get to do these uh, site visits from time to time and we went out to Colorado to visit uh, Emily's Wash as well as another uh, wash that we featured there, Big Splash. But when we set these visits up, we try to go places where it's a little bit warmer than where we are or like, you know, kind of take advantage of the seasons. But unfortunately, we showed up in Colorado and it was so, so cold and there was so much snow. Oh, but the the site was still very cool. Uh, it, it's a really impressive location. But maybe more impressive for me, I think, was the conversation with Emily Barada because Emily was so willing to share her experiences, especially as a woman in this industry. You know, she was open, she was transparent, and she answered every one of our questions, uh, both without hesitation and without a filter. Car washing. Okay. So um, if I'm honest, I got into car washing by accident. I was in commercial real estate development for about 15 years and I loved it. It was interesting. Um, and then I hit a glass ceiling. So I started my own real estate development company, Turnbuckle Development, and Gleam was the first big project that we did. So I was moving from large projects, institutional debt and equity, working for firms to smaller stuff. So okay. $100 million projects down to like five to 15. So I had a neighbor actually who said, was complaining that there wasn't a car wash in our neighborhood because I actually live in the same neighborhood oh, that Gleam okay. is in. All right. um, and I had not noticed this. This had escaped my notice that we were short a car wash in the area. So I did a bunch of diligence, which I researched car washing and I decided this, this could be a good use. It could be profitable yep. um, and it could actually sort of like help fuel other small projects that I would be working on over time. I had no intention of running the car wash. Um, I knew I would be heavily involved and I sure. knew it would be a lot of work. Yeah. So I wasn't confused on that point, but the person that I had working with me who was going to run the car wash, it didn't work out. And so when you're sort of on the hook, you've raised all the debt, you've raised all the equity, 
you're the guarantor for the loans, then you have to step up. Yep. And so I think about four years ago, I got really involved and I've been running it with a colleague ever since. We got a few other really fun features too. And that's something we've tried to incorporate a little more in this season. Uh, these multi-voice conversations with a bit of scoring. We really tried to up the production for our listeners in season three. So another show I was really proud of was the episode honoring Manny Lozano and Frank Dorsa as the newest Car Wash Hall of Fame inductees. From there, we, we, we go to visit Manny's Car Wash and, and he's just so busy. There's just, there's, there's 130 people working there and he's walking around to his staff. He was shaking hands, he was thanking them. He was uh, talking to customers, the Shoeshine Man, Harold. He's been with him a long time. He was talking to Harold, how's your day? What can I do to help you? And just so genuine. And then we, we get in his car and we go visit his other location, which is in Sunnyvale, California, which is a little bit further down the street. And Manny's location where his office is, he, he has a warehouse. And inside this warehouse, he had Ferraris, he had Rolls Royce, he had just the finest cars in the world. And next to it is this 1968 yellow Volkswagen Beetle convertible. He said that's his favorite car. Manny gets in the yellow Volkswagen Beetle, puts the top down. We got in the car. We went over to visit Frank's, uh, Frank Dorsey's classic car wash there. And, and Frank is, is just as genuine. And, and that's why I think they're best friends. And there's a great story. That was that. honestly my favorite visit of the year. I was going to say maybe, but there is no maybe about it. Because anytime you get a chance to sit down with industry greats like that, that's super cool. But it was also this return to kind of what I've always loved about this industry, which is how welcoming the people are and how they kind of bring you in. And it wasn't like, you know, it didn't feel like work. We weren't just going to capture their story. We were going to spend time with them and they were interested in who we were as people and wanted to get to know us. So that was super fun. You know, just walking around the Stanford campus with, with Manny or, uh, you know, enjoying a glass of wine with, with the Dorsa family, a, a really, really awesome trip. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they have their own vineyard, don't they? Yeah, they do. That <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a good trip. I think my favorite, uh, my favorite reporting trip was the car wash show in Europe and getting to go talk to people there and enjoy Amsterdam. We played a State of the Industry episode from a conversation Eric Wolf hosted live in Amsterdam, and then I got to make that episode kind of reporting on the show as well. There were a lot of really enthusiastic guests and exhibitors, but I especially enjoyed a chat I had with Donka Dubek from AVW. You feel like you're saying hi to relatives, I feel like. Um, uh, especially when you mix in different cultures, that adds a really fun element. Um, do I kiss three times or two times? No, but um, it's, it's really, it is really fun. It's a car wash community. Um, you feel like family, yeah. I love, that's what I love too, um, working with so many different cultures. It's really sp something special and unique um, to see how people wash cars in different countries and different ways and different mentalities. So it's always new. It's always something we can learn from each other. There's always conversation happening and growth. Live content did make up a big section of our shows this year. You know, we played several episodes captured from the Car Wash Magazine Live Studio at the Car Wash Show in Las Vegas. Uh, did you have Did you have a favorite episode from the studio? Um, I think the conversation that stuck out most to me was the the one about the JetBright acquisition. I thought that was very interesting. Yeah, Dave D'Alessandro there, the former owner of JetBright, uh, David Miller from Zips, and Jeff Pavone at Amplify. That was a super 
super interesting conversation because it was kind of like the last big sale, right, of, of what's been going on in this industry as people have been kind of merging and different acquisitions have been happening. But Dave, in that, in that moment, watching him kind of have this audience totally captivated in the studio as he encapsulated what it meant to be a car washer was just awesome. Yeah. Well, the standard 10-word answer is that we felt the professionalism of the buyers uh, would give our car washes the best opportunity going forward to protect our brand and our employees and, uh, and offer a great partnership opportunity. That's the standard 10-word answer. Right, right. And honest to God, if I see that press release one more time with that same answer in it, I'm going to roll my eyes and throw up. Okay? Uh, it's just not the answer that, that is true or that anybody really wants to hear. Uh, the truth is, when you spend your lifetime building a business, and I'm talking about four decades, Okay, the, the, the decision to sell is not a 10-word answer. It's a long, grueling process to get to that decision. It's gut-wrenching, okay, and it doesn't happen overnight, okay. In our case, it starts with this guy, okay, coming to Chicago every six months, dragging us to dinner at Gibson Steakhouse, saying, you should sell now, you're a premium car wash chain, we could get you an unbelievable valuation, and okay, so we won't be around the bush about the 800-pound gorilla, an unbelievable valuation, okay? That's what he was pitching. And after about the sixth time he's come to town and we go to dinner, my partner Sam says, why are we going to dinner with him again? Well, he's just gonna give us the same thing and pressure us to sell. I says, because he picks up the tab and I always like to get him with the tab and give some steakhouse, that's no, you know, that, that's no cheap tab. Uh, you know. But the sixth time, he threw us a curveball. Instead, he says to us, I know you're not gonna sell, but if you ever did, what would that deal have to look like? Ooh, okay. So we went home that night, and the next day, Sam and I, we kicked that around, okay? And what we came back with, to, it was a fair question. And All right, so lastly, interviews. These kind of made up the, the bulk of, of our season, and you obviously did all of them. Which were, which were the ones that were most exciting for you? Well, Mark, they're all good, right? They're all amazing. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, but, you know, one of my favorites was with um, Sterling Hawkins. Right. And so we have the fortune on this show to be able to speak with some really amazing people because of uh, our kind of connection to the Car Wash show uh, as we bring those paid speakers in and speak to those outside experts. Uh, but Sterling, you know, he has this concept of uh, he called hashtag no matter what. And I really loved his concept around seeking out discomfort. Right. Like you got to get uncomfortable. Uh, and that's the only way you're going to be able to succeed is to get uncomfortable and then go forward no matter what. Yeah, I, I remember, you know, in some of those dark moments, people would invite me to social events or to give a toast or to share something at their business meeting. And I would look for ways to avoid it. Mm. Oh, you know, I can't go. I'm busy. I had a whole list of excuses I drew from. And it, it started limiting not just my life, but the results I was able to produce. Once I switched and said, I'm going to go through that discomfort no matter what, that's where all of a sudden you get new results. What's in our way, oftentimes it's easy to point to the economy or staffing issues yeah. or innovations like, oh, all those reasons are the things are the reasons why I don't have what I want. But what I found at a more fundamental level is that it comes down to your ability and willingness to go through the discomfort that's in the way. Everything else will come along for the ride. One super interesting interview you did, I thought, was the one with Anoop Kantham from Omniex and around the the patent they did and the technology and AI. Oh, yeah. Omniex is always doing really cool stuff, you know, getting to 
talking about getting uncomfortable, sitting there and talking through AI and machine learning and what that means for the future of the industry and the future of humans. Um, but yeah, I mean, I love, I love getting a chance to sit down with Anoop and talk about that stuff. So the patent really is about the design we've implemented, and that is streaming a video camera stream in real time to our, our infrastructure in the cloud, and then applying what we call neural networks, yep. and many of them often in parallel or sequence, to frankly make sense of what's happening in that video scene. And so what does that mean in real terms? It's what type of vehicle is it? Is it a new vehicle, meaning a new customer? Or when did we last see it? How long has it been in queue for? Um, is that loader being efficient today? How long did they spend at the location? So when you apply all those, what we call neural networks, or sometimes I use loosely the term models, you can stitch together what's happening in a scene and then communicate that to the manager or operator. Yeah, those are all pretty good episodes. Then again, I'm, I'm hopeful most of them are pretty good. But uh, before I sign off, let me ask you to take off your podcast hat and put on your CMO hat. On the media side of ICA, what are we looking forward to in 2024? Mark, I asked the questions here. Um, no, but uh, honestly, it's going to be a pretty exciting year. I mean, aside from what we're doing with the podcast, of course, uh, there's a ton in the hopper. We've we've had an incredibly busy year this past year where we expanded the print distribution of the magazine, and we'll be looking at that again. Um, and we've been really active as we've uh, pushed our way into micro kind of short form content like reels and stories. So that's been super fun to see. We're going to do a lot more of that. Uh, and when you consider what IC has been able to do with its proprietary research with Pulse uh, and those quarterly reports for members, and then just keeping people up to date on new product pitches with Pitch uh, that are happening, getting people exposed to the newest products and services in this industry in kind of a, a like a really fun, engaging, video-focused way. I love that stuff. So I think there's a ton of valuable content that we've got queued up in 2024 as we evolve those programs. And, you know, of course, uh, we'll be back in the Car Wash Magazine Live studio uh, in Nashville. Those are all very cool things to look forward to. And that is also me told about asking you questions. So I will sign off. And I know you had a few other conversations with members of ICA staff about what else we have going on. Yeah, thanks, Mark. I, I do have a couple extra conversations for our listeners out there. I, I had a chance to talk with Claire Moore, uh, who leads up our learning and development um, team at ICA. And she really had some fun stuff to share with what's going on with LEAD, our online manager training program. Well, I think the most exciting thing that I'm looking forward to in 2024 is that we will finally wrap up our fifth and final domain of the lead manager training program. So as you recall, when we start, set out to do this, we, uh, we did a job task analysis that identified five different major competency areas um, that, a, that a successful car wash manager needs to master. And this, is, this finance and operations domain is our last one. Um, today, as it stands here in December, we have 13 more courses that we'll be releasing. Now, as we go through the development process and as we really um, utilize our subject matter experts and hone in on that content, those 13 might get compressed into a, into a few less or they might expand into a few more. So I'm really excited that we'll be able to have a fully comprehensive program for people to um, pick and choose courses to en enhance their professional development from um, and to really see that full program come to fruition uh, as we complete it out next year. So that's probably the most exciting thing for me. 
Well, and it's got to be exciting knowing, you know, people listening probably don't realize this thing started way back when in 2020, yeah. right? Yeah, before COVID, back in 2019 is when we started this journey. I mean, we we launched our first courses in 2021, but this has been a labor of love for like the last five plus years now. So really seeing it all come from, you know, the ideas and thoughts and managers' heads that we engaged in the beginning into a full-blown program now with 60 plus courses um, is really exciting. And, and to continue to see the engagement we have with the program and the impact that it's having on the managers in this industry is really exciting. Yeah. And for the listeners out there, this thing is this thing, more than 7,000 people at this stage of the game are, are playing in this space, uh, learning from lead um, on an annual basis. So that's pretty awesome. Yeah. it's 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 been really wonderful to kind of birth this baby all the way through now to its toddlerhood. So can't wait for it to grow up. <laughs> well, speaking of things that are a little bit in infancy, we've got another big thing coming up in 2024. I don't, maybe now is not the, not the right time to talk about it, but people should be excited. Yeah, I don't know if that's my juice to spill at this point, Mr. CMO, but when the time is right, I trust that you'll you'll let everybody know what we're up to, but we've got some really exciting stuff that we'll be launching in the latter part of the year um, that we're really excited about and can't wait to share with all of you. I also spoke with Kim Vinsagera about what we can look forward to at the Car Wash Show in 2024 in Nashville. Hey, Kim, I know uh, every year around this time, uh, people don't know it, but the Car Wash Show is in full swing lots of planning going on. What are you kind of looking forward to in 2024? Well, obviously we're going back to Nashville, right? So um, it feels like a home away from home when we arrive in Nashville. The city is a great spot for us to be. The convention center is absolutely beautiful. Um, And I always feel like we're just welcomed with open arms. Uh, You know, the restaurants, uh, Broadway, all the Gulch, just all the things that the city has to offer and the way that the community comes together in Nashville is really exciting. Well, and it's going to be a very full community, right? I mean, we're, oh, yeah. we're we out are, of space. We are busting at the seams, actually. This is a, a great thing um, that we, a great problem that we never thought would happen, which is kind of funny, but yeah, we are going to be sold out uh, for the trade show floor. So very exciting. We're actually looking at at new and interesting places that we can we can put uh, new exhibitors and make sure we can accommodate anyone who still wants to come in, especially for those net new. Um, you know, Innovation Alley is going to be actually in the foyer this year, so easier to find, which is really great for uh, our attendees and our Innovation Alley folks. Um, and it's full, right? Double what we usually have uh, with 36 exhibitors. So it's going to be full. It's going to be full house. I love that. I love that. And then we've also got obviously there's always an education component. So when you're not when you're not getting your fill uh, finding the latest products and services for your business, you can go Absolutely. Um, our education team does a great job with making sure that the content is current and relevant and exciting and um, they are doing another bang up job this year, that's for sure. So we're excited about that. Um, you know, sessions are going to be different lengths so that it's going to be uh, the right size fit for you as an, you know, as an adult learner and how you like to learn. Thank you all so much for listening this year. If this is a show that you enjoy, please consider subscribing or leave us a review on your preferred podcast platform. It really does help. If you missed any of the episodes that we played, we'll leave a link to those in the episode description. And with that, my friends, I'll see you in 2024. 
Car Wash the Podcast is your source for real stories and real business insights from the experts, both in and out of the car wash industry. Our show helps investors, owners, operators, and managers think about ways to enhance their business. Our podcast is a free on-demand audio program that provides information on the latest trends impacting the industry, tips from successful industry leaders, and inspiration for our listeners.